I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. We've got a lot to get into on today's episode, but we are going to start with something we've been doing a little bit more of lately, and that is what's on your mind. Get an idea of what is going through our heads in the card market. Ty, Lou, Lou, you look like you're ready. What's on your mind? Two things are on my mind. Number one, your hat matches your the color of your face. It looks like you had a tough tough day out on the golf course yesterday no such thing so that's on my mind for sure for anyone watching on youtube and the other thing was i went out to la this weekend big la guy big huge i mean no one loves la more than me that's well known i went to a couple shops hung out with sasha a little bit so that he took me around and it was just interesting it was interesting to see like what drives interest in stores because We've talked about shows a lot. We've talked about all that stuff. And Ryan tells us all the time. But it's just interesting to see, like, what gets put out. Like, what stops people? It's not necessarily the things that I would think stop them in terms of, like, price value. Or, like, this is the main card. Or, like, this is the guy. Like, there's a lot of people who just want to go and, like, I literally watched somebody buy a basketball card of a player I've never heard of before. Who was it? Who was the player? I don't want to say it wrong. It was a nugget, I want to say. Michael Porter Jr.? No, God, that's my mortal enemy. Was it Was it not uh, Zeke Nanaji or whatever? That's who it was. That's his name. Yeah, the rookie from this yeah, year. That was. I pull him in all these breaks, and I'm like, I don't know anything about someone bought. Someone bought a Zeke, and I was like, number one, who is this person? Number two, wow, interesting play. So it's, it's very cool, and uh, just like getting those vibes. I miss those vibes of shops and all that stuff, so it was good to go out there and see some of it i got a lot on my mind first and foremost it's tuesday morning this episode comes out tomorrow morning your boys and be on his way to pinehurst for a trip golf trip with the boys hoping i get a nice tan like you got going on rye this is not a tan i was assuming you were coming in to uh, to just celebrate otani's greatness that's what i'm doing that's yeah that's what i chalked it up as you look good though you look really good and and you know what i enjoyed last night also what's on my mind was your uh, sneak preview of episode one of Sports Card Shop. It looked nice. The first video will drop today before this this episode goes live for Card Talk. But I watched the first video. I've watched it a couple times. And it's like the last 30 seconds, we're getting ready to go in the building. And I'm like, yeah, we expect this process to take about a month or so. We realistically thought it was going to be about six weeks. And that was like January 4th. <laughs> and it's like here we are right i mean i'm gonna open up may 4th so it ended up taking what you know four or five months you're getting there this that was really my first time building my you know a, a card store so yeah it's a it was a it's been a fun but eventful experience and i'm just excited to show people what went into it nice what else on my mind champions league the champion oh i watched soccer on saturday tyler who'd you watch and tagged him and tagged him yeah i watched chelsea versus west ham that was a, that's a that was a big match it was high quality. I knew who Jesse Lingard was. I was like, doesn't that guy play for a different team? He had recently transferred. Big, big day. He's out on loan. He's ah, out on he's loan. out on loan. Ah, apologies. Apologies. Jay Lings. He's a good man right there. <laughs> Woke up. I got the card ladder notification. Read my email. Collection value down. Pokemon took a bloodbath from PWCC last night, which doesn't surprise me. 
But Pikachu's forever, boys. What also is on my mind is Sam Darnold. I've been moving some Sam Darnold paper, no helmet on, Don Russes on the Lolo. Um, uh, what else is on my mind? PSA. I, I'm I'm close, Rye. I got some cards coming back from you, bro. I know. I, trust me, I want to get them back to you soon. I'm hoping it's not much longer. I, I text uh, your grading text number every once in a while just for some check-ins. Just so everyone knows, I don't work directly with Ryan. I work with his team because Ryan's a busy, busy man. Kind of love it. From what I understand, because I do this too, I text people all the time. I'm like, what's good? And it's like, it's so frustrating because there's literally nothing they can do. It's just sitting and grading and it's just pain. I agree. Yeah. I mean, obviously we would love, right? And just like any group submitter would, you would love to be able to like, yeah, hey, get these done. Thank Oh, thank you so much. Like, it's Listen, just how it works. You still need a comfort text every once in a while. All right. A hundred percent. I get it. Every once in a while. My cards aren't missing. They're still at PSA. Okay, cool. But what are the final three stages? It's like grading. Grading one, grading two, QA. Where's the assembly? No, so QA, QA check one, QA check two, assembly, and then shipping. Wow. I think I'm in assembly mode right now. So I feel good about it. I got a lot of footy in there. I got some of my favorite player, Kingsley Coleman. I'm just I'm just kidding. That's your <laughs> favorite player? Joel Felix, Sancho, my guys. So yeah, I've just been uh, going on and rambling a little bit because I'm feeling good, but I really want to get to Pinehurst. And I'm obsessed with footy cards last night. I had a fun little break on the live. We broke some Immaculate Soccer. We broke some Select. Our good friends down under from Cherry Collectibles blessed us with some product. And I'm feeling good overall. When you say us, do you mean like we get to share the product uh, or whatever you ripped last time? Yeah, sure. Mm. If you'd like that. All except for one card, though. Like the only card that matters, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> So one of the things on my mind is two days away from the NFL draft, and it's going to be a big one. We've talked about it for the last three, four, five weeks or so, what Trevor Lawrence getting drafted will mean, just the hype around him being comparable to the hype around Zion. He's just, you know, been recruited since he was young. He's been on TV for a while. I mean, broke a lot of Deshaun Watson state records. Went to Clemson, beat Alabama as national uh, uh, in the national championship as a freshman. This kid just looks like the second coming, and he's the Zion of basketball or football. Yeah, and people will argue that football isn't as big as basketball, and I completely understand that. Right, basketball is certainly a lot more international, but the basketball class this year is not the same as it was last year, and football's demand will be higher than basketball in in terms of twenty 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 one with Anthony Edwards, Lamelo, and those guys versus Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, etc. I, I do want to kind of just get your guys' take, maybe your thoughts going into the draft this year. I got something for you, Rye. Yeah. I think Justin Fields is going to be a beast. Hope so. Ohio State hasn't produced many quarterbacks. I think he's the guy. I'm in absolute pain. He's such a patriot. It's killing me. I, I think he's a guy. Oh, I hope so. Please. I, I think he's a Russell Wilson-esque guy. I hope so. He win- He's wins. And unlike most Ohio State guys, he kind of like backed himself into Ohio State. First and foremost, Justin Fields was the first school he committed to. You know which one it was? Penn State. Yes, Penn State. As a three-star. Yep. Uh, we had him. Just uh, our uh, James Franklin, used car salesman, recruited that man, brought him in. And then he bailed on us. And then he went to Georgia. Wow. Right? 
He's from he's from yep. Georgia. And he goes to Georgia. Him and Trevor him and him and Trevor Lawrence and are, grew up like twenty minutes from and each other. They were one they were one and two crazy, in the in man. the year they both came out. When they when they were high school prospects, they were one and two in the country. And they've been compared to each other and they played twice in the college football playoffs. Trevor won the first one, Justin Fields won the second one. So he goes from Georgia. He sat behind from from they had like a stable and of quarterbacks there. It was well, they had Eason. They had Eason. Yeah, he left from. I think Eason got hurt. From takes over. Eason transfers to Washington. Fields gets a couple plays, and then they had. A, it was his sophomore year. He wasn't starting. After so he left, right? Year. Is that what it was? And then freshman did he have to sit year. out, or did he just cruise year, right yeah. on through? No, he had immediate eligibility. Then he goes to Ohio State and buries my life. Yeah, for multiple years. And uh, you know he's like post Urban Meyer. I'm not an Urban guy. I think he's going to come back and dominate Urban. I'm I'm long on Justin Fields. That's going to be who I'm focused on. I hope the Jets take him to be super frank, but they're not going to. When we were talking about this in shop the other day, and since we're on the co- topic of the draft, when did it like? It's been a little bit now. You guys seem on board with it, but like, when did it become that like Zach Wilson is the lock number two pick? When did that happen? I'm I completely missed this. Brian, it screams the yeah. classic NFL draft process. Guy flies up the boards, and then it's like, oh wait, mm-hmm. there's a reason this guy was like the fifth quarterback three months ago. Is this a Mitch Trubisky type deal? It's I don't want to go there because now this is my guy. So I'm gonna ride till I'm gonna ride till the wheels fall off. I am. I'll ride till the wheels fall off. Same way I rode with bad quarterbacks in the past, but. I'm very confused by Justin Fields not being the number two pick. Him or Trey Lance. Justin Fields was the runaway second pick halfway through the season. Trey Lance, if he would have played a bunch of games last year, probably would could have been the number two pick as well. At least number three. At worst, number three. And now, somehow, it's become Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. That's why I think Justin Fields I is a winner. The Jets take Zach Wilson. The Mac Jones thing makes no... At least, Zach has, like, cool traits, and he plays, he plays a, like, a fun style of football, all that stuff. Mac Jones, I have no clue. Can't figure it out. I mean, George Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I think he's we'll going to be a beast. That's my takeaway. Let, let's go into this. Top five picks come Thursday. How many of them are quarterbacks? Top five picks. Lou? I was going to say f- my initial reaction is four. So what you're saying is the first four picks? I think the first four picks are going to be quarterbacks. Let me double check that. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I thought I've been th- I've been convinced there's going to be a trade up for Fields because I that might just be me talking myself into it because I can't imagine this world where he's a Patriot. So, assuming no trades, it'll be three. The first three picks will be will be quarterbacks. No, I'm asking you. You can you can you can predict whatever you want. How many? Do okay, you fine. Think I'll do. I'll be... predict a trade into the top five and and four quarterbacks. I agree. And the one out will be probably Lance. And so the four are who. The four are Lawrence, Wilson, Jones, Fields. I agree with that. That is my take too. Is it goes it goes Lawrence, Wilson, Mac Jones, somebody trades up to Atlanta, or Atlanta takes him. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. I think Atlanta's gonna take Pitts or I think Atlanta like Chase back. or something. Because was all have you seen that smoke of them trading? Well they said Jones, if they trade if they Julio trade Jones. before June first, it's a twenty three million dollar cap hit. If they trade him after it, it's only like five million. Yeah, I think it's because they someone said they can't afford to sign their entire draft class, so they have to trade him. Basically, you're in rebuilding mode, anyways, which is crazy. 
Yeah, but if you're in rebuilding mode, you should take a quarterback then. I don't know. Whatever. So, Ty, what do you think? Three, four, two? I think three. Any major trades this weekend with current NFL talent? I think you'll see some. But I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm uh, the NFL draft for me. It's Champions League season. No way, man. This is this is yeah, like we've talked about this. This is this is the upbeat on football. The NFL it draft gets the people, gets the going, people going. It does. But so does the Champions League. Mm. Yeah. NBC on NBC a good time. I was being nice. I said NBC proper. With with all the card shows coming up. In the next couple weeks, we'll you know hopefully be at Dallas. Here we go. Let's let's talk on this for one second. I think Dallas. Let's talk about raw cards at shows in the month of May. Feels like there's going to be action. I don't know, Ryan. Have, can I ask you a question? What has the submission volume been like in the last month? Is it still pretty high, or is it slowing down? Well, from where it was January, it's certainly not high. January is not fair. I'm saying like the last month. It, it has increased slightly. Submissions for grading so, yes. across all SGC and your Super Expresses or no? SGC. Mm-hmm. Super Expresses and Expresses for, I mean, Beckett Express orders have increased slightly and like Beckett standard submissions have floated, you know, been around the same. They've gone up a little bit. PSA Super Express is pretty consistent. There's a couple cards. I'm nothing super crazy there. SGC has definitely seen the biggest uptick. So with that in mind, and obviously you don't have to break it down, but like, do you think there's going to be a lot of raw cards floating around, or do you think they're just going into SGC slabs now? I it, not just SGC, SGC, HGA, CGC. Like, I think there's multiple companies. So you think the grading the grading train has kept going? From where it was, no, not even close. Is there still cards? Are there still cards being graded? Absolutely. Like 25% of the volume. Like there are cards that, again, my argument is not that HGA or SGC or any of these other companies are PSA. I'm, I'm not naive. I know PSA is where, where it's at. I mean, look at the Manning sale. Did you guys mm-hmm. see that? Like mm-hmm. Manning SP Authentic sells for like 13K as a PSA 10 and like 4K. I don't have the values, but like oh, a third as a BGS 9.5, right? Like, PSA is is the one people want. So a lot of people are going to wait for when PSA comes back up. I just, there are cards that don't make sense to send at $75 in six months. Again, assuming that what it, that's what it becomes. We don't know that. Um, I just think some things aren't going to make sense. And I don't think PSA would tell us. I mean, I would love to ask Nat or someone like, I don't think, Ty, Lou, do you, do you disagree? Like, does PSA want the $15 cards, the $50 cards, the you know, $100 cards, do they want those cards in PSA slabs? Or are they just saying, hey, we want the $500 cards? I think they do because they're a business. Yeah, I think they do too. I think we're going to see when it comes back. I think we're going to see. I think it's going to take a longer time to get those back, which I think is good. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, the raw cards it shows. I just, if I'm going to a show in in May, I think because I because this is myself, I'm bringing raw, more raw, because there's this middle ground of, and you want to send it in for three hundred? It might do four fifty in slabs. That plus the time plus the work. Or do I want to offload some stuff? I think there's going to be an immense amount of opportunities in real life buying raw cards from individuals. Don't disagree with that at all. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to have rock cars in Dallas that I'm I'm in my brain the way I see it is I'm going to take anything that I'm like iffy on submitting. Anything I'm iffy on submitting, I'm just going to sell it and I'm going to try to get into some slabs. I got a uh, another random thought. Do you feel the majority of raw cards for sale have been looked at and debated on whether they should be sent for grading? I have mass as some Ryan is probably different because Ryan can tell I can't. So my initial reaction is like always negative to not negative, but like uh, I'm like cautious about raw cards because I'm worried everything's been looked at and sent through sent in already and all that. Ryan, your thoughts? I'm not that way. I like I don't think people underestimate. I think people underestimate the time it takes to look at cards like thoroughly. Right. So like, you know, people come in all the time and like, well, have People ask like, hey, are, have these cards been reviewed for grading? It's like, we have thousands of cards out for sale. I don't have anywhere near the time to sit there, even to pay employees or someone to look at it and look at every single card. Yeah. Just know like it, it's not possible, right? Are there cards out there that have been looked at for grading? Some of them? Absolutely. Am I putting something out for, in the showcase that's a PSA 5 with a smoked corner intentionally? No shot, right? Like I'm, you know, uh, we're not we're not trying to... And at the same time, someone could have looked at something, thought it wasn't that good, and someone else might disagree with that. I think that's a, a real thing, too. I think if you give one card to three people, you're getting different responses. Right, yeah. like, and that, and that happens, right? Like, you know, when we review cards for others, like, people will say, yeah, I said, you know, we reject it. And someone will be like, hey, I said this to someone else, and they got a PSA 10. Like, we're not trying to, like, stop you from getting a PSA 10. I just saw something at that time that thought we it wouldn't grade very well. So, like... It's not intentional, and I think that's yep. a, that's a big part of it. But yeah, it just I don't. That's my big thing is I'm not sure people realize how much time goes into it. So I'm one that typically leans towards a hey, this probably hasn't been reviewed. So I'm a little bit more optimistic there. You do the thing that I do on, especially on eBay, when I'm looking at someone selling a raw cards. This might be like completely the wrong thing to do. I always, if I'm on eBay and I'm trying to buy a raw card off someone and they've sold any graded cards recently, I'm like, I'm not buying a raw card. Yeah, I would be, I would be lying to say like, hey, I've never done that before, right? If somebody's got 50,000 graded cards, but like, if like, let's be honest, if you look at our eBay page or our website with the volume of inventory we get in on a daily basis, right? Like I'm not sending every single card to grade. Yeah, I'm not even looking different. at half of them to grade. I'm not looking at a fifth of them to grade. So we're just like, hey, just throw all these up on eBay. Just auction them. Throw them up on the website. Like we sell a ton of singles on there. While it may make sense in some cases, it's not a one you know one size fits all. Because I can tell you that that's not what we do. And we sell a ton of singles, both raw and graded, on the website and on our eBay page. Yeah. We talked about it earlier with like Pikachu. You said Tyler, Pikachu's forever. What do you think you're you're buying and selling right now, right? Like. You mentioned the market's low on, on Pokemon. You you like that? Is that something that you're you're looking at buying right now, or what's kind of going through your mind there? Pikachu, yes, I believe so. I haven't bought any Pokemon in a very long time. I just saw that some sales went off on the low from PWCC. I'm gonna keep an eye on now. I'd imagine some people will start listening to buy it now. Worried it's gonna keep going. Christian Pulisic. I just think my man is Captain America. He's back in full form. If you've listened to this podcast for quite some time. He's definitely had a roller coaster go at things, um, and he's currently starting in the. He should be starting. He's likely starting in the semifinals of the Champions League today. The U.S. has a real squad. World Cup is coming, so I, I'm big on him. My footy stuff in general, alternate stuff, I'm still into. 
Star Wars. I saw some Darth Vader stuff I was thinking about. And PSA 9 die cuts, I think, are, are, are sneaky. Numbered die cut stuff, PSA 9's big on that. Interesting. We've talked about it a little bit here because it, it's almost like the PSA 10 of die cuts. PSA 9's. They're really hard. Blue, what about you? I'm, I'm in a wait and see on singles and I'm buying wax. That's, that's correct. I just bought some UFC prism singles. It's tough for me right now. Cause like I want to, I'm pissed cause I want to buy Pokemon cards, but I just don't see Pokemon as like flipping opportunities. And I need to, and I need to turn some money over to get into some really good Pokemon cards. That's ultimately what I want to do. I thought I'd come to the conclusion in the last like 48 hours. Ultimately what I want to do is I want to have really high. I want to have high grade first edition Pokemon, which are expensive. And I want to have, really good LeBrons, which are also very expensive. Because ultimately, I see things shaking out as like LeBron is the best basketball player of all time, and Pokemon is probably the best non-sports thing you can own. So that's where I want to get to. What I'm poking at is probably football post-draft, and then I'm going to buy some baseball maybe in the next few weeks. That's what I'm looking at right now. And then I'm selling like random little stuff. Yeah, definitely not baseball. Um, definitely not baseball. Oh, Tani, I'm so sad. I was going to make like my first ever baseball plays on Otani, and I just didn't make the play before the season. I know the clips are there, Jay. I know they're around. He, he's already posted one. And you can post them again because he was the first player since Babe Ruth last night to start a game on the mound while leading the league in homers. My man's a beast. I mean, that's like a list of like, three, that's a stupid, that's a, that's a stupid stat, Ty. Why is that a stupid stat? Because there's been like five people who pitch and, and hit. Uh, that, I feel like that's a great stat. That means like no one does it. I guess. Fine. Right? I, I'm, I'm not going to crush your I mean, life. throw Tatis on the mound. Let's see what happens. I, I wouldn't do that because no one does that. Like it's cool, but I it's know. Not like this, like, and that's why like, oh, it's like him and Babe Ruth. In- it's like yeah, Babe Ruth played a fi- like five hundred years ago. They like smoked in between the innings when Babe Ruth played baseball. <laughs> all the more that you've got a guy that's good enough to break through all the you know. I will not be the person who, who attacks. He's good Shale, enough Shale that he literally is leading the league in bombs. Got, uh, I think it was was it Tommy John. Got Tommy, and they still put him out on the mound. And then he got people get Tommy John every year. They're still putting him he out. He was fine after getting hit at the plate. Not guys that hit bombs. Degrom has like an incredible batting average right now, and he's pitching really well. No one talks about that. You want to know why? He's not a cleanup hitter on a daily Whatever. basis in the same lineup as Mike Great. Trout. I no one is more happy for Shohei Otani than I. I will not be the Shohei well, Otani. Rye hater. might be a little bit. Rye might be a little happier based on his outfit right now. No, I'm not. I will not be the Otani hater. Not going to happen. Big Otani guy. The, the couple things that go to my mind are the same things that uh, it hasn't changed in the last couple months. It's is unopened product. There's always a demand for something that's unopened. The supply goes down in time. It's not something typically being reprinted, you know, at least in sports cards. Um, I, I know Pokemon can be a different discussion, but especially like hobby boxes, stuff like that. It's just, if you believe in the class, it's a good bet on everybody in the class rather than an individual person. I've said that for a while. Um, so so wax is on the top of my list. And then the all-time great type stuff. 
right? It's like guys that are historic, guys that are legends, guys that have had amazing games, amazing careers. That stuff just, you know. Who's your current legend on your mind? Um, it happened in, in proper football recently. Like all the vintage legends have just started to go banana land, no matter yeah, what it is. I bought I bought one that I had actually been sitting on. I had been looking for one for a long, long time. I don't have it with me, and I haven't even actually opened the package yet. Um, it was probably about two weeks ago. I bought a Michael Phelps auto. I thought that was one of the ones that, like, I remember when Michael Phelps won eight gold medals and, like, how crazy that was in Beijing. Um, I mean, like, the Olympics are a world like a world event, not just like, mm-hmm. you know, football in the U S or like, you know, just a U.S. sport. That's a world thing. Um, you know, the Olympics are all time. And I remember when Michael Phelps, oh, like, yeah. that was a big deal at the time. Um, so I went out the other, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had some eBay bucks and, and I was like, cool, I'm going to go buy a, uh, a Michael Phelps auto. So went out and, uh, I bought one of those. I think I thought that was super cool. I just, again, I remember like watching that and being like, this is, this is awesome. I remember that pool where the pool was, that room. That was that was legend stuff. <sighs> when the dude came back, who was that? The dude that came back at the end when he won the final one, the relay race. The relay races were the most lit. Wait, Jay, Simone Manuel, female Michael Phelps? She's predicted to win possibly six golds. That'd be the most ever. What? That's fire. So, yeah, I just, you know. You got to think LeBron, Jordan, Brady, you know, uh, Gretzky, Crosby, some of the... the Are we going to see a little a little LeBron resurgence in the Topps Chrome based on the record-breaking sale? Thoughts? I don't, bro. I don't know what's going on in basketball. It's just like, no one cares about the Knicks. It's going to come back. The Knicks are hot, boys. The Knicks are on a tear. All right. Well, we'll say this. There's an auction up on eBay right now. Five days left, 46 bids, and LeBron base is at 22. Two or at twenty, probably end around like twenty four, twenty five, maybe twenty six, maybe twenty two, twenty and a half, maybe nineteen. All right, so that's a little bit of what's on our what's on our mind, what we're buying, selling at the moment. Just some different takes from the three of us. Let's get into play of the week again. Play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right, so again, as always, if you're new, we take plays of the week from our listeners. And Jason's the one that takes all of the submissions. You can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Card Talk Pod with your play of the week. And then essentially Lou, Tyler, and I will sift through these, give our take on each one, and then pick a winner for play of the week. So, Jay, what do we got this week? All right. So this is from M- NP Sports Cards 1. Um, it says, hey, guys, I paid $1,500 for this back in September. Uh Pep, the Man City's manager, has always said that Foden is the most talented player that he has ever worked, has worked under him, and he used to coach Messi. Foden wasn't getting many minutes, but David Silva moving to Spain, there was an open spot in the team, and Foden would get minutes on the pitch. He has been phenomenal this season, and I decided to sell now, even though I think it has more upside ahead with the Euros and Champions League. I sold this for 4600 the gold PSA 10 did 6400 the month before, and the blue shimmer at 895 to 12.1k the week before. This is an SGC pristine, yet it was pretty hard to move. Yet it was pretty hard to move, and I think the buyer got a good deal based on those other comps. Don't know the currency transfer on that. He's saying 4,600. Take him at his word. That seems about right. Gold PSA then 6,400 the month before. So it went down almost two grand in a month. How's that possible? 
Well, they're, they're just saying the SGC. Yeah. And this is SGC gold. Yeah, if it's then? a pristine, it should be doing close to the same or more. It's essentially cooking SGC. Not necessarily. I mean, I still think if you're going from 1,500 to 4,600, that's really good. That's great. 64 to 46? No, 1,500 to 46. Oh, the play paid. is great. I'm just saying at the at the sale mark, I would have liked to see a little bit more diamond hands. I think this is this is yeah, an wonder, early sell. I mean, you can't really regrade into PSA right now, but you could have popped that thing out, paid 300 bucks, sent it to PSA. And if it tends... Yeah, I wonder what a PSA 9 would do. And I'll say this. That month, so a month before, buyer paid on April 21st, between March 21st and April 21st, Foden has gone up. So I respect the play. Foden, if you follow the game, has been popping for a minute. I mean, he's playing, been playing for City for he's he played, I think, all four years. They just won um, a trophy on Sunday. They beat the lifeless Spurs. Uh, Foden's been in the mix for a while. Foden's a, a a huge young superstar in the game. I respect it, but I do think the exit strategy could have been executed a little bit differently. I'm aligned. There's definitely he probably lost. He's, he he knew it some, though. Some 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 dollars and cents left there. Yes, there's some stuff left on the table. But again, I respect the I respect the exit. I, I'm I'm long Foden though. Yep. Next. All right. So make this is from Tyler. My guy Treadway uh, said, mm. make a play for next week. The bottom screenshot I purchased a sealed X-Force number one with Deadpool card on the back. Total price of $8.76 on February 2nd. I graded it for $25 with SGC and sold it on $4.23 uh, on the top two screenshots. The first screenshot shows the buyer paying. Sale price was four hundred five. Fire. That's, that's real good. That's pretty good. $8.76 for the card. $25 to grade it. And got four hundred and five dollars for it. So call it forty bucks all in, both ways shipping and everything. Four oh five and ten X. He bought a comic. You see yeah, this? Yeah, right? the X Force card comes in the comic. There's yep. a comic with the card on the back. Mm-hmm. That's that's Yeah, so you like you know respect. like the nineteen ninety Marvel set, the first time Deadpool came out in a card was inside of this X Force number one. So people buy the comics that have the cards in it. And grade the cards. It's crazy. And got a 10. That's pretty good. And got a 10. That's crazy. Yeah, so uh, this would, uh, I would assume, uh, this is probably a find another alternative when the Marvel stuff blows up, right? When the Because that was when the, the boxes and the singles were blowing up, right, Lou? And this is not in that set. No, it's its own thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like the next year. The next year is when this is when the Deadpool card's available. So that's what makes this fun is like, hey, all the attention's on this one mm-hmm. set. Let's find something else that could be underpriced. Okay, cool. It's this card. Get it and grade it and get a 10 and sell it for four t- or 10x. Yeah, minutes. which is crazy because like Deadpool is so popular. Like those movies are so huge. So it's funny to see. Jay. All right. So this is Grimacing Grades. It says back in t- May of 2020, the first year of a certain product, First year of certain product cards were on the rise, such as LeBron's first year prism. Being a big fan of select at the time, I took I took a look at some of the first year stars select cards and found this Kobe Bryant base card that caught my eye. It has great photography and is very clean in design. I bought the copy at the low price for 23 bucks, sent it off bulk sub the next month when that was about $10 a card, shot of clay cards. Finally got it back recently where it gemmed a PSA 10. In all that time, the card is uh, the card value has been rising and it is 
it it has reached a value of 750. I'm hoping with the induction into the Hall of Fame, this card can reach a solid 1,000 with its low population. Both a $33 cost and at some patients, the card is a win. That's real good. So 2012 is the first year of Select, right? Yeah, 12-13, first year for Select and Prism. Yeah, so I think first year Select, Kobe, into the raw degrade is really good. Like, man. Southern x book was about $10 a card. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I would say, and we've got a lot of feedback. I've got a lot of DMs about this, Ty, and I think, you know, I don't want to use grimacing grades to, you know, smoke him here, but it's cool you got it graded. It's cool you got a 10, but half the play is missing. Like, the sale or the tra- completing the transaction and taking the win is the make a play. Grading a card and it appreciating in value and you getting a 10 isn't the play. I think the play is, hey, you saw it, but if we're not cashing in on it, I just don't see that as really making a play. I'm going to see this as, hey, we got we got a card graded and it got a 10. I think it's something that is very important and we we need to, at the cost of grimacing underscore grades, who has an epic profile picture, I think we need to hammer home that point because it is very easy to sit back in your bedroom and count your cardboard as if it's dollars and cents. And then you wake up one day and Card Ladder has first edition Yellow Cheeks Pikachu at 10 grand and you're not paying attention and all of a sudden it sells for 1900 on PWCC. And you've made plans in your life based on that $8,000 delta. And you believe that you're sitting on $10,000 of cash when you're just simply sitting on something that depends on how much something else values it at. And I think we, we, that's one of the things I, I enjoy most about this is that we need to stress that. Is that it's about being in the mix. It's why the Phil Foden, it goes back opposite of like the end of the day, res- major respect, probably left some things on the table based on my personal belief of Foden, but that's the play is get is 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 boom realizing that value. time realize profit right my man that something could change in two seconds and that thing could be worth a penny and here we are sending in plays acting like you know you all of a sudden you're sitting on cash when that's not the case and so i think we need to double triple down on if you're sitting on it and and watching it that way and believing it's going up great but don't bankroll that or start making decisions in your life based on those possibilities correct and like take the like the positive end of this is like correct like you did it right now look sell it for 750 take the 750 go do something else yeah because because that's harder it's, it's way, way harder, harder but it's also good like going if you're buying 22 dollars cards and you're grading them and you're like damn this is 750 now like awesome take your 750 and go do something with it because you're gonna be able to do way more like it's important it says on here the card could reach a thousand dollars with its low pop it could reach 250 dollars like it works both ways, right? This could go to two thousand. It could go to two hundred. We don't know, right? So it's the the absolutely found a Kobe card, right? You saw that 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 was low. Prism going up. That's a good. That's a that's a great observation. I I think it's fantastic. It got a ten, even better. Now it has a ton of value. You, you so you've appreciated, but not appreciated until you sell it. Right now you've got thirty three dollars in this card. When we sell it, that becomes the make a play. You made six you know you made 20 times 25 times your money that's great i just think the big part of make a play should be 
realizing the value and going through the transaction and getting, you know, getting an item sold. And then the counter to that is because, again, it doesn't need to be just about buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, right? There's um, people collect, people need to collect. I have this card that sits here and I very much enjoy looking at it every single day. It says pack pulled, graded to 10, means a lot to me. I have no idea what this card sells for right now other than that I got it for very cheap. But I don't sit around thinking, okay, this is $2,500. I enjoy this. If one day someone wants to buy it from me for a price that I feel good enough about that is better than it just sitting here and me enjoying looking at it and paying attention to his game, then that's what I'll do. But I just, there's a dangerous spot in terms of look at how all my cards are doing and you're not in the sales game or understand the day-to-day of the market or how can you liquidate this, that, the other thing. I think it's important. All right, Jay, next one. Ooh. This is cool. Drake, this, Drake, uh, wanted to get my play of the week submission early. Bought this 2012 Prism Gold BGS 95 last week for $15.99. As a main and collector, this was an easy buy now. It's first year Prism. It's his first Broncos uniform. And it's numbered out of 10. When a Brady 2012 Prism Silver 95 is listed for $25,000 buy now or best offer, $15.99 for a gold felt like a steal. Brady sold for $15K. Brady sold 15 Yeah, that's what Jason just said. First off, shout out Drake's for the early submission. Yeah, so I've known Drake for a while. He's uh, He came into the shop before. he. I think he's uh, somewhere down south. Has an awesome collection. Nice. Super cool stuff. Definitely knows his uh, his stuff. Similar to the the last one, got to be fair that this, we didn't sell it. So the the play is more of a in the buy, but it definitely seems like it it has some potential here. That first year Prism Gold stuff. I mean, I saw like a, I think a Tony Kukoc Prism 9. Again, it was a PSA 9, Tony Kukoc. I think it did like 6,200 recently on bids. <laughs> yeah, for like a Tony Kukoc PSA. It was on eBay. Somebody posted it on, on IG in their story. I'll try to find it. Kukoc is a legend. Again, I understand basketball is different, right? Totally get that. Manning's a top five, top, I mean, top five quarterback all time. Ish, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be top five, top six. I think he's top five. Um, so, oh, first year Prism Gold, nine five. That seems like a, a, a pretty good pretty good buy tyler yeah i think it's a good it's, i think it's a good buy as well I, i'm a fan I, i'm i'm long peyton i'm long 2012 prism i'm long the color gold yep so ty 2012 13 panini prism gold tony kukoc psa 9 numbered 4 of 10 recently sold on april 25th for six thousand seven hundred and sixty six dollars again basketball versus football understood mm-hmm. Nine five versus nine, again probably comparable. Mm-hmm. Sixteen hundred for sixty seven hundred. That's five thousand dollars less for Peyton Manning than a Tony Kukoc. Ah, I get it. And it was Ben, so like maybe he caught the guy off guard. I like to play a lot. I like to play a lot. Again, I want to see it sold, right? I, I want that to be kind yeah. of incorporated into the make a play. But I mean, yep. It, is it a great buy? I think so. You just don't see them ever. They never come up. I, I'm a fan of the play. I also. For some reason, I like those Broncos jerseys. Lou, the Tony Kukoc sold on April 25th for sixty-seven, sixty-six. Wow. See, that's that's crazy to me. But And it was Raw, you said? It was PSA 9. PSA 9. That's crazy to me. I, like, when I first saw this, the, the thing that jumped out to me was the delta between Brady and Manning on the sales. And I actually thought to myself, like, damn, Peyton is probably too cheap then. Because, like, 
I, it's also hard. Like maybe Peyton like just doesn't stick out long term like that. I mean, he's won the Super Bowl two different teams. Yeah, he also like. I mean, Brady's got seven. I, maybe right, I'm so. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong for this, but like I feel like there was a low key thing of like he never he didn't come through a lot in like big games. Peyton? Do they not win a lot of big games, or did I imagine that? Or were they just losing to the Patriots all the time? That's what it was. Yeah, he was. It just, was the Patriots thing. Okay, that's what it was. Then. Yeah, yeah. I and then he back. went to Denver and. Yeah, I mean, he's what two and I think he's two and one or two and two in Super Bowls. Yeah, also like Rye, that second quarterback, that second Super Bowl doesn't necessarily like really didn't he like not do anything in that game? Yeah, that was a, that was towards the end of his career. Yeah, like it was a, he couldn't but throw the ball even when they won. Yeah, that's when they had the bra- that's when Devon Miller was an animal. <laughs> yeah, they lost early in the playoffs frequently. Yeah, Jay, exactly, Jay. They lost early in the playoffs a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm long on Manning too. I just. When we remember this generation, it's similar to like what we've talked about with basketball, right? Like LeBron and Brady are going to be the guy everybody talked about. And I think that leads to opportunities in other guys that are all-time greats that never got the love because so many of these guys were always there, right? Like LeBron, always in the finals, went to what, nine in a row, 10 in a row? Brady, seven Super Bowl wins. Yeah. Right? Like these guys are always there, always winning. I just I think some of these other guys are getting overlooked like this. I do have a fun stat before we continue. I've just got to share this. Did you know I posted a Joe Flacco SP Authentic Auto the other day? We listed it on our website. I got in a deal. Joe Flacco obviously won a Super Bowl, had one of the greatest postseason runs of all time mm-hmm. when they beat they beat the Patriots. They ended up going on winning the Super Bowl, beat the Niners, Harbaugh, Kaepernick at that team. That's when the lights went mm-hmm. out. Joe Flacco has more playoff wins. Than Drew Brees. Interesting. Yeah, that's why it's an. I think it's a little like QB wins is an overrated stat because Joe Flacco wasn't the reason this team was. You know, look at look at that Joe Flacco postseason run, Jay. I would love, love, love to get these numbers. It is one of the best runs for a quarterback yeah, ever. He's elite. Okay. Yeah, they were I'm a, crazy. I'll I'm gonna go out on this ledge again. If the fucking he's elite. If if he's Mark Sanchez, if I'm sorry, excuse me, if Ben Roethlisberger doesn't make the craziest play of his life falling to the side, the Jets are going to win the AC Championship game. And if the Jets win the Super Bowl, Mark Sanchez and Joe Flacco are the same player. Mark Sanchez is in the league right now. If I'm Jets not arguing Joe Flacco is a great quarterback. That's not my argument. It's just crazy that Joe Flacco has more playoff wins than Drew Brees. Drew Brees is an all-time guy, and I think it's nine and nine in the playoffs. Mark Sanchez had Mark Sanchez had two incredible playoff runs. I think it goes to show that people get hobby love and people don't get hobby mm-hmm. love. And media dictates things. Otani should be the biggest name in baseball right now. And no one talks about how the fact that he is the first player since Babe Ruth to start okay, a game go to the next one. on the map. We're moving on. All right. So this is from uh, LA Sports Plug. It says, my player of the week is his purchase of a Holland rookie sticker. <laughs> Uh, on December 13th, 2020, I bought 10 Holland PSA 8 stickers at $630, making it $63 per. I just sold one last week for $700, and I have nine left, waiting for Holland to leave to sell some more. The Holland market is... You want to talk about hobby love? Soccer people love? Holland is like the second coming of Jesus. Like, it's insane. Is he more popular in the soccer market than Mbappe? Yeah, I think so. That's insane. <laughs> He's become like a meme. It's a whole thing. Yeah, Halan is a thing. Out of control. And the thing is, you know, it's one of those things where, okay, I don't want this to come off wrong because I, I respect it. But it's like the questions that came in when Super League is like, what happens with the car market? 
the footy card market has been printing for people so much. There's so many people in this market that never watch the sport at all. And so Holland is like on the up and coming. And so if you're on the outside in the car market, you kind of are like part of the soccer community because of, you know, who Holland is and he's like the guy and you know who the guy is. So I'm part of the soccer community. Yeah, that's exactly. Thank you. Uh, I respect the play. I mean, it's, it's a huge play. It's a huge play. And he is as good as all of the hype he gets, which is as insane as it sounds. I'm just sad because I've never transacted on a Holland. Oh, well, that's not true. I bought one Holland card and I, because I had total FOMO and I was like, I need a little action. That's a great play. And he's a beast, true beast. But I think over time you're going to realize like this summer, he's going to be nowhere to found and there's going to be massive European international football going on and he's not in the tournament. Ty, where, where, where's he going to transfer? He's probably going to go to Real Madrid. Would be my betting. Why? Why do you say that? I have no clue. What? Like, what is it about Real? Or there's just too many rumors. It's a huge club. Uh, is he, it's just is like he one of the with major big clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been over there meeting with them. Yep. And I, you know, I got some sources. My bet is he ends up at Real Madrid. He has some sources, folks. Yeah, I mean, currently he's at Dortmund, which is a what you would call a selling club. They have an amazing development program they bring people up they train them and then they sell them and make a ton of money on it they're gonna do that with sancho they did that with pulisic do that with holland Lewandowski. he's a beast this is an amazing play i mean 63 dollars to 700 yeah and it's something we talked about a couple weeks ago with like just be like you don't have to buy all tens and nines especially for stuff like this like 2019 panini soccer stickers were not exactly highly printed i would imagine so it's a good job to like recognize that someone had a lot of 10 and they were letting them go. It's like, cool, I'm jumping in, you know? It's one of the things too, actually, it just hit my mind. I think there's a lot of opportunities to, to look at and think about. Like, I don't believe people are going to be grading these anymore. I mean, I think they are if they're going to do this. I don't, I don't know. You think people are sending them in for 300? Hoping to get an A. I think PSA is just going to clamp down. Because you're, like, you're not buying this card raw for $15. This card's going to cost you $300. Yeah, but like, what's the what's the dude who got who went to the Team USA who just agreed to join Team USA? Musa? Munsa? Yeah, like his stickers were like $15 before he got picked, you know, before he like transferred over or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be there. And if these cards are going to do... It also, I guess, it depends on what the print runs are going to look like. And all, there's so many factors. But, like, if the cards are going to be 15... If the cards are going to be 40 to to $100 and you can submit them for four hundred for 300 so it's call it call it $500 all in. And if you think you're going to get at least an eight, it plays. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is a very specific scenario. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's going to be there. Yeah. I just worry. I think he's peak right now. He's definitely insanely hot. But I respect the play because he's sitting on another nine of these. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm going with this one. I think this is the play because ten to buy ten of them for six hundred and sell one and take all your money back is such a W. Especially with a guy like if you play it right, Tyler's saying you got to play it right. Like he's going to be cooled off. You got to let you got to let some more of them go, take some money, et cetera, et cetera. But I think this is the best play so far. I am going to go completely in a different direction with you. Um, I'm going to go with Tyler's play, actually. I, I just... If if the Holland stickers had all sold and you cashed in on $6,000 value, 
understood, right? But the whole, like, I'm waiting until he transfers, they'll be hotter. We just don't know, right? There's just so much unknown in the market right now, uh, good or bad, right? It could be a great buying opportunity. It could be a great selling opportunity. We don't know. Realizing the value is part of it for me. Uh, um, this is the one that's like, hey, there's a lot of good buys on here, right? And he's got no money in them. So I understand that if they go to $0, he still made money. I understand that. This was a sale. Got it for 25. And Tyler could have been like, hey, I think Deadpool is going to be a great sell next time the movie comes out. You know, and he held it. No, that's not the play. The play is selling it, realizing the value. I'm going with this one. Respect. We have, we all have very different definitions of play of the week. Cause like I see play of the week as like, if you can make a play to limit, to completely limit your downside and maximize upside, I think that's what makes a play of the week. But I'm not sure that's maximizing upside, right? Like the card could go to zero dollars. Yeah, it's also like the highest ceiling play of everything. I got to give the Holland play. Let's go. I got to give the Holland play because he's sitting on nine more. Yeah, they're both great. They're both great. Please, no, it's not a bad play. It's a, it's an amazing play. These aren't these aren't bad decisions. It's not like we're like picking between two turds. I mean, like th- these are great plays. I just. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler just said he's on fire. He could be at peak. If that car drops to four hundred dollars last week, it's like you've you've got seven thousand or sixty three hundred at seven you know seven hundred a piece nine of them sixty three hundred bucks. It could right. go to what thirty six hundred bucks. That's a, that's a- awesome. But like you're also at zero dollars invested, and if it goes from seven thousand to four thousand, you're still making four thousand free dollars. It's a play. We, like I said, we've got a, I've got a lot of DMs lately of people saying stuff about that about like hey. Are, are the plays like selling them? Are we buying them? Is it our top investment? I think it's I think it's both. Like it's it's a combination of everything. It's left for interpretation on purpose, depending on the energy of the day. Well, uh, Jay, who? What was the name? <laughs> was it LA Sports? LA Sports plug. So Jay will work on getting them a make a play shirt. Congrats to him on this week's win. All right, so again, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. Now, we're going to get into uh, this week's releases, latest launch. And Lou, as I pull it up, the one thing I do know that comes out this week is Bowman Baseball. Any thoughts on Bowman Baseball? You are the baseball expert on this show. I don't know who's in it. I have to figure out who's in it. Um, I have to figure out who's in it to know my opinion on the prospects. Um, so until then, I don't have any thoughts and I don't want to speak out of turn. All right. So another one that I know you've been looking forward to is UFC prism that comes out, that comes out this week, drops Friday. I'm fired up for UFC prism. I think it's a big UFC is so popular and I might be overcompensating now because I'm scared about, uh, I'm scared of missing the boat on it like I did with F1. Like F1 was in the water. You could taste it. And then the big product came out and it popped. And I didn't I didn't jump on it the way I wanted to. UFC is so popular right now. Like la- this past weekend was so crazy with the fight. And it wasn't even like a big card really. Like it was like mass at all. But like it wasn't a huge, a huge card. Um, UFC is so popular. Connor's fighting July 12th. Like it's, it's first time prism, et cetera, et cetera. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I, I think it'll be a really, really popular release. The color um, blast Conor McGregor is going to go crazy. I think a lot of it's going to do really well. I think Me the singles too. market for this product will. Uh, There's will, nothing. It doesn't exist. Yeah, it, it's gonna. It, yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be fun to watch. You've also got SP game used hockey. That's a really popular release for us 
Um, a lot of people looking forward to that. Bowman Baseball, like I mentioned, Hobby and uh, Hobby and what Jumbo or HTA and Jumbo. I'm not sure the titles, but there's two different baseball. You've got Diamond uh, Panini Donruss Diamond Kings Baseball, TriStar Hidden Treasures Autograph Photos Baseball Edition. Um, you've got Autograph Football Mini Helmets, Break Kings. Uh, Stars and Legends. And then you also have Panini Chronicles football coming out this week, Lou. That will come out Friday. I know you've kind of been a fan of that in the in the past with all the different variety and stuff in there. Um, still feeling that this, this year? I guess for football, it's weird, right? Because like, what are they going to put in there? Do you think? Chronicles? Yeah, like what do you think will be in there that it hasn't already come out? Um, so looking on here, you've got like Crown Royal Silhouettes. Haven't had okay. those. Looks like this. Yeah. Okay. So you've got those. You've got the Gala rookies out of, uh, from like Gala, which is again, not a full release. I've never even heard of that before. So those like in basketball came out originally and they were like at numbered out of eight and they were massive cards, like humongous huh. chase okay, cards. Okay. So I take it back. Um, That's cool. Like I, I, I think Chronicles is interesting. I actually was very anti Chronicles early on, but I've come to realize that it's like an, an, it's an opportunity to get a card of a player that wouldn't be available otherwise. So it's interesting. Yep. Yeah, and again, products that don't have as much release typically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely got some some potential. Yeah, I think it's cool. All right, so big release week this week. Um, NFL draft on Thursday, so lots going on. But that is all I got for this week. Will we do anything else? Card thought of the day. We're gonna start doing it more. We're definitely gonna start doing it more because we on get, social didn't do it last week. Yep. Yep. Look out for some like, little voice notes, etc. And thank you for listening, as always. That's all I got, guys. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.